Big news! It's ladies' night tomorrow at Chick Flicks downtown at the Players Theater. That's right, musical improvisers are recreating your love story on an off-Broadway stage. It's this Friday, and guess what? We have an all-female cast. Old faces, new faces, don't worry, the guys join us next week, and we have a major surprise for the October show that we're announcing in this episode. Use the promo for tomorrow, ladies' night, no spaces, you'll get $27 tickets. Again, that promo, ladies' night, no spaces. Visit JacquelineThrap.com. You could also go to Gold Star and Today Ticks, but the promo does not work there. So either way, come see the show. Now this Making a Musical podcast is recorded virtually on the Anchor FM app. We'll be back in the studio once the pandemic is over, but for now, let's get to it. This is the Making a Musical podcast. Lights are back on. The Great White Way. And on September 14th, so many shows are returning. My good pal and forever collaborator, Bobby Allen, is here. Bobby, welcome. Hello, Jackie. Thank you for having me on the show. This is really great. Um, can't, wait, can't wait to talk Broadway with you. This is going to be awesome. Yes, you know so much about Broadway, and you're also a big-time actor in New York City. You're a Masking Musicals co-host. You're on Audible's Christmas Pitch, Off-Broadway's Good Morning New York, and Chick Flicks, and those are just things that I've done. You've done so many <laughs> other things. <laughs> so many yes. other things. And, uh, oh, you even did the, uh, what, that, that big theater festival. Yeah, Williamstown Theater Festival. Were you the bri- what, what were you the bridge in the uh, British bridges of Madison County? I was County? the I I was the upstage bridge of Madison County. I was the eponymous character of that musical when it was being developed at Williamstown Theater Festival. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. You but you were the you you originated the bridge. Yes, yes, the wow. bridge. The, the, which is like I said, like the the title character of that of that <laughs> musical. Like probably let's oh. find the reason why they got together in the first place. Like come on, like I I didn't have any lines, but I was very important to the story. And boy, was it a strong story, like a strong bridge. Only a strong person can do that. Exactly. I'm trying. I'm trying to make a weird pun. It didn't work. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Broadway, so it's coming back. All right, here are the shows opening September 14th. We have Wicked, Lion King, Waitress, Chicago, and Hamilton. Passover and Hades Town are already open. Springsteen is already open too. I don't count that. I know we should because <laughs> it's in a Broadway theater, and I, and I love the boss. Hey, no judgments there. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you got something against the boss, but, no, you know. No, love the boss. His Super Bowl show from a long time ago, love that, too. Or the mm. second, I don't know if he did it before. But I saw, I don't know, I'm only 29. So I saw the one that happened in my 29 years. It yeah. was beautiful. But, so he's on a Broadway stage. But, so, no no shade against him, but, you know, Passover, first play, Hades Town, first full-fledged musical. The boss, you know, has been doing his thing. Shows that aren't reopening are West Side Story, Frozen, and there's a bunch of others, but I, you know, don't have time to make a list. So All we're right. just going to start. A lot more. Let's, let's just say everything other than what we mentioned is not, is not opening up yet. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't like... I want to go into a deep dive of like all the shows that were supposed to open, but now aren't. And now I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's just too much. So we're Mm going to stick with (laughs) shows we know are coming and talking about those. I I do want to start with Hamilton. So a lot of people, there were a lot of mumbles around there that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was going to reprise his role. 
I did not hear that. Is is, is that confirmed? No, because it's not happening. No. no. Okay. <laughs> instead, instead, I saw where that was going. I saw where that was going. You know me too well. Um, <laughs> instead, it'll be the actor who uh, played the Alexander Hamilton role in Chicago. And then he just started playing that role um, on Broadway before the pandemic. Oh, I see. I see. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I saw him when I saw Hamilton, because when I saw it, that would have been, I think, either 2019 or 2018. So I'm sure he was still originating the role on Chicago. But um, yeah, that's that's good. Do we do we know his name? People can look him up. Oh, uh, well, so he originated the role. Uh, for, sorry, I'll issue a little correction because I know Chicago is also a musical. He um, originated the role in the Chicago. Or I think he was. I, I don't know if he was originated it, but he was. The role in the Chicago ah. performance, the Chicago performance of Hamilton. Got it. Got it. But yes, uh, his name, you can look him up. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't write it down. We have so much to get to. Yeah. Oh, look at me like calling in, calling in the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know his name, I, but uh, he'll, he's a star. He's um, going to be listening and he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's my shout out? God damn it. Oh, sorry, dude. Um, but, okay, so I looked up uh, tickets for how much Hamilton is. So, for the opening, there's still Hold have, on to your as, butts. Hold as, on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> as of today of this recording, um, tickets are... Wait, guess. I want you to guess. I want. I do want to... I was going to say I really want to guess. Um, yeah. I'm going to take a wild swing to a high number. I'm guessing probably, like... 850 for the lowest tier and i would say like a thousand for orchestra like front row so as of today on ticketmaster it's september 1st 2021 on ticketmaster you can get tickets for 300 dollars for the very I am first way show off. back holy shit there's what? no way we're no way no way anyone's getting like those are gonna those are probably already scooped up they're probably already gone they're probably already gone as we, as we speak there's no way that's like that's that three that's so that's like way less than what i thought right it's insane and, and the thing is like i was looking at tickets to broadway musicals a few weeks ago in august and those were like 600 way up there and now i'm like looking at Ticketmaster, and i'm like what happened now things are going down i'm like so confused and it might go into what we're going to talk about a little later in the podcast. We're going to be mm. talking about um, some statistics <clears throat> about theater goers and what the Broadway League is doing and how maybe it might be a rough fall. It might not be. Hmm. We don't know. We don't know. But we'll get to that in, in a bit. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Hamilton. I saw it on Disney Plus um, and, and I loved it. And I'm actually going to see it when Broadway reopens. Oh, actually, I'm seeing it the Did week Broadway reopens. Coveted $300 tickets. No, I'm, you know, dating a guy who got tickets. <laughs> the best way to get tickets. We, I have a lot of tips for getting cheap tickets, but that might be number one. Yeah. Be dating so, someone that's got the good tickets. There yes, you go. it's, it's beautiful. I don't want to brag, but I guess I'll brag. So we're <laughs> going to be seeing Hamilton and Chicago. And wow. he gave me tickets. He couldn't go to Waitress. So I'm going to be taking one of my pen pals to Waitress with Sarah Bareilles. But we'll get to Waitress in a second. I don't want to brag. Who am I bragging about my dating life? This is so new. 
was great. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. We were of already course. talking about this behind the scenes off the book, and it, and we'll talk about that whenever it, whenever the world knows. Um, but they don't know today. Okay, so <laughs> Hamilton, yeah. So I've never seen Hamilton. I only saw it on Disney Plus, and I loved it. I watched it so much, and I loved it. I did not see it on Disney Plus. I, really? I see, I've seen it in I've seen it on Broadway, and I saw it when it was touring through Pittsburgh. Um, but other, I didn't, I have yet to see the, the, um, Disney plus version, which is crazy because I, I have Disney plus, like it should have just came right yeah. on, but yeah, I, I, I still have yet to discover that. I right. Seen it yet. So even though Lin-Manuel Miranda is not reprising Alexander Hamilton, Sarah Bareilles, who wrote Waitress or c- composed it, she is coming back to open Waitress with the guy who originated uh, Doctor, what was it? Pot matter. What a name! Pot. I I'm think I Dr. just said pot it. Pot matter. I'm, <laughs> I make pots for a living. You bake goods. This is match made in heaven. Palm matter. I don't. I palm palm matter. matter. Okay. But you know what's funny about that? The name. I want to know where they got that name because it's it's palm matter, and then they have that song "You Matter to Me," and I'm like, were they just trying to like? play on that matter a little play on words you palm matter to me i i think that might have been thought about i yeah i mm. i'm i'm i might be i might be doing going two for two here and make people groan but i i am not very big on waitress i've 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 only really heard the music the big the big hits i've never seen the show and i don't I don't even really know. I think I, I, I got the gist of the story, but I, but I would, this one on my list that I always wanted to see and I just never got around to it. Mm, it's good. I saw, I've seen it about three times already. Hmm. And I saw it with Sarah Brillis. The first time I saw it was Sarah Brillis. I got like a rush ticket for, I don't know, 40 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it was when you go to the box office. And it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. I don't know. It was something where I got a really good seat to see Sarah Bareilles. And I was so close. I think it was three rows away on the sides. And I was so emotional. I was crying. And then when she was sing, she, singing, she was looking at me as I was crying. And I was like, stop looking at me. It was so weird. And I'm not an emotional gal. But I, I say, if you go to a Broadway show, you must laugh and cry. And if you don't do both, then it sucks. Yeah, it's true. I, I second that emotion because... Yeah, it's, it's, you should feel the whole gambit of, of emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now she actually just released a really good live album that came out, Crazy Storm yeah. Outside. Yeah, there's, there's like uh, the Heavens Vote, although it, it passed, I guess maybe it, it came from me to you. I'm, I'm calling it from Brooklyn, and I think maybe it moved from Brooklyn to you, because it's not too bad right now, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like, why am I getting this flash flood warning? I don't know. It's crazy in New York. Um, but yeah, so she released an album live with the Hollywood Bowl, and it was really, really good. And she had some stuff from Waitress on that album. So if mm-hmm. you guys like Waitress, uh, listen to that. And Bobby wouldn't enjoy it, but everyone else would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Have you ever seen Chicago? Oh, I have. I've seen Chicago. I saw I. I don't want to say it was the, it was in the first like three or four uh, musicals I ever saw. Um, like when on I first Broadway? Came on Broadway when I first, I think the first one I ever saw was either Lion King or Phantom. And then a few days later, I saw Chicago um, on Broadway. That was so, so that was like in my first trip to New York City as a kid. Um, and I just, I just loved it. I loved it. 
Um, I took Anastasia, my girlfriend, she, uh, about a, about a few years back. Uh, she absolutely loved it too. It's it's one of those great staples of Broadway that just will not go, and it should definitely not go because it can just constantly be reprised and constantly be refreshed with a new cast, and, and it never ever gets old. Music story, it's 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 an awesome one. Mm-hmm. And then we have Wicked and Lion King. Now, I only saw these on tours in Colorado when I used to live there. I've actually never seen them on Broadway. Have you seen them on Broadway? I saw, like I said, like I said, uh, uh, Lion King was um, I was probably the first or or the second show I ever saw on Broadway, and it it I mean it's it, it, it ushered in that era, or or at least to my knowledge, it ushered in that era of like the big spectacle of a musical that you know gets adapted from. A movie and it's and the puppetry was absolutely amazing um the costumes of that was so beautiful uh, i i just remember i i i honestly haven't seen it probably since i was what like 12 12 13 years old mm-hmm. um but i can't imagine it changed too much more than what it did and at the, back then it was just mind-blowingly amazing um right. especially especially for a young thespian like myself that was first time coming to new york and it was like it was just, it was a magical experience. And I still have a little stuffed Simba from my time uh, when I was there. I, I, I always had to buy a stuffed animal. My mom, I made my mom buy me a stuffed animal for, for Lion King because I loved That's it so much. so cute. Wait, yeah. do you have it like, in your apartment right now? In my apartment in New York, no. But it, uh, of my remaining stuffed animals that I could not part with due to sentimentality, they are on a little shelf in Pittsburgh, where my hometown is. And um, I'm sure at some point my mom's going to be like, "You're taking these to New York," so they probably will end up back in New York. But I could I was, easily, I could easily get a, get a picture of it. I was going <laughs> to ask you, yeah, to send that you and your stuffed animal, and then I would um, use that as the promotional photo for this podcast. Uh, I definitely. <laughs> I'll definitely get someone on the, I'll get my brother to take a photo. We're, de- we're making this happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, when it comes to Wicked, I got a question for you. Because you're an actor in New York City. You've been all around. You got big things behind you, big things mm-hmm. now, big things ahead. Would you ever take a role that requires you to paint your face green every night? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you what? Uh, I, absolutely. I, 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 I'm... I'm a big fan, huge fan of um, the costume and makeup side of, of storytelling. When, like when I was, when I was in kindergarten, I used to love to play like, like dress up in house with, with, with everybody. Cause it was so, I, I, I love getting the costume for a character. I love getting the makeup. It, it adds this extra dimension and it starts making things tangibly real for an actor. Um, like once you look at yourself with um, green makeup on, I'm uh, like like you're in rehearsal, you're doing things, you're you're exploring the the psyche of your of the character and the relationships that they have with the other with the other characters in the show, and then once you start getting into the tech and you start like seeing yourself in the mirror with this like amazing green makeup, I could I mean it hasn't happened to me, but I've had experiences like I had to. I did this crazy show in college called The uh, Dragon, which is dra- translated from Russian. And I got to play this like um, this very the, the the son of the of the of the king almost and and I had this crazy mustache, this amazing quaffed hair, and I remember seeing myself in the in the in the mirror for the first time, and I just got the character on a whole nother level, like it just sunk in physically. So I know that 
I know that I would, if someone would, yeah, especially if I was going on a Broadway stage, like I, I'd be a paint my face brother. Cause I, <laughs> just that alone, maybe I should preface that. Just, I would probably like, like, I don't know what, what's, what's a crazy thing that someone could ask me to do. Like, like you'll have to walk on your hands for a whole, for a whole show, but you'll be on Broadway. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to start taking lessons. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. How, let's see how long I can do it now. And we'll work from there. All right, let's go. I totally see that. This reminds me of when we were making our, so we're in an off-Broadway show, an improv show, Chick Flicks, where we do a musical about people's relationship. We interview them, then we do a whole musical with songs, sometimes dance, all the fun. And I remember we were doing parody ads and in our parody ad for our playbills, um, we have an ad that says when Harry Potter met Sally and we dressed up two of our improvisers like as one was Sally and one was Harry Potter. And then I, I just texted Bobby and I was like, Bobby, do you have a cape? And he was like, yes, many. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? You want, you want a Dracula? You want a, you want a Batman? You're like, what do you want? I got, I got, I got, a, I got a, I got a box. <laughs> yeah. And then I texted Miles, our pianist. And I, he was like, I was like, Bobby has a cape. And he was like, naturally <laughs> <laughs> miles knows me too miles has known me back in college he knows a lot of these a lot of these costumes that i had i had in college so miles miles knows and even during halloween i remember um i i don't because i don't really dress up during halloween because my sister was born on halloween and so i feel, feel like that's her day but um i just i don't know i never got into it but i try to get into it when the uh, times calls for it especially if it's a business thing so i remember i texted you and i was like hey like do you have a just costume or something? Then you brought me your girlfriend's costume from like a few years ago. I don't even know what I want. Mm-hmm. Oh, Queen of Hearts. Queen, Queen of Hearts. Hearts. Yeah, it was a Queen of Hearts one. Yeah. I might just like keep just recycling your girlfriend's Halloween <laughs> costumes for as long as I can. <laughs> That's not a bad idea because we have, we have like, we have a lot. We yeah. And lot I'm just so lazy when it comes to dressing up. This is why I think I'm a writer because I just like don't. I just don't like to dress. I don't even like hmm. lipstick. It bugs me. And drinking wine <laughs> with lipstick? Gosh, forget about that. You have to keep like moving the glass around each time you take a sip. Otherwise, you're going to touch your lipstick again. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag wine problems. <laughs> hashtag wine problems, which I'm tr- my new hobby that I'm learning about wine. Do you know that there's wine-infused ah. cheese? I didn't know that. Don't know what's Perizoc- Periloco? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know what? I got to stop saying things because it's like the fourth thing I've said today that I don't know. Um, what's wrong? <laughs> there must be something in the air. Oh, yeah, there is a storm. Yeah, an electrical storm. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Flash flood warning Flash all around. Hurricane season. Um, gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. So uh, speaking of uh, disasters, so theater goers, um, we're going to talk about COVID now. So theater goers have to show their proof of vaccination to enter all 41 Broadway venues. And now I'm curious to see how this is going to go because I was reading, according to a June survey in Broadway World, it said that 45% of the Broadway World audience is planning on attending a theatrical experience over the next year. But that's like less than half of people plan to see a show in person. And that kind of freaks me out. And then you add in the whole got to get vaccine. And then you add in the price, even though we think 300 is a deal for Hamilton because it is for the first show back. It is. But it also it's like these tickets are still hundreds of dollars. And it's just like the obstacles that a regular theater producer is up against is now like doubled or maybe even tripled to get people to fill those to get those seats filled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and also, like, well, I, I think you might have said that you're going to touch on this when we get on TKTS, but are they offering any any more discounts or is it just like 
Fly rate. Pay it, pay it, pay what you pay. Like, Ooh, you know what? I can Google this right now. That's actually a great, I know that the TKTS booth is opening September 14th. So the day that all the Broadway shows come out. Also, I should note now that I'm looking at it, most of the shows besides Passover are already shows that we coop. So they're already in profit mm-hmm. territory. So I guess that's why they probably. Oh, can yeah, be that's open. true. Yeah, but, that's probably true. But like a new musical, if you were open, and I keep saying like, because I'm working on my new musical. And um, if you ever want to see a little song from it, guys, just go to my Instagram. You'll see Bobby and I singing Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Ah. We're also in the drama. Singing Guild in Times Square. Singing in, in Times Square. Square. And, yeah, yeah we got re- and we're also in the drama Guild magazine. Not a big deal not a big deal it's like the last copy of the fall too so it's like that'll be there it's in the dramatist bookshop whatever just a little brag just just say bobby's a big deal all right let me look at today ticks humble i know (laughs) what do you want from me i'm excited well i was gonna say humble i was gonna say humble brag but um which is a good which is a good thing it should always humble you should get everyone out there listening i know you got a lot of probably like actors and but be be proud of your work no you know yeah don't because uh, people you got to tell people when you're doing big things actors oh. i've noticed i've noticed actors and artists in general can can get on get on it about like promoting themselves because we have the insecurities and things in our heads please do me a favor and tell everybody the amazing things you're doing all the time because you are all amazing absolutely 100 percent oh Guaranteed. Bobby. yeah bobby bobby is such a good guy to have as a collaborator and a friend because you definitely you're a talented guy who picks other people up, and that's hard to find sometimes. Well, thank Not you. Not sometimes, often. That. Hard to find often. <laughs> um, I just Googled musical on Today Ticks, and Chick Flicks came up first. Pa-ching, Boom. Pa-ching. Well, it might be your browser history. I don't I know. Just know saying. Just that. saying. Um, yeah, that's true. All right, so let me look for select date uh, September 14th. Let's see what comes up. Um, the only thing you can get right now on Today Ticks is Waitress for September 14th. And that is, oh my God, $79 tickets? No. Really? Ladies and gentlemen, in real oh. time, we are we are figuring this out in real time. Wait, this is weird. Oh. Oh my God. January, as, as starting in June, January 9th, 2022. It's going to be interesting to see how this affects Broadway if we don't have any affordable options. Because let's face it, a lot of the people who support and come see the shows, they do so through things like the TKTS booth, through mm-hmm. rush tickets, through discounts, because the average theater goer in, in New York City um, is theater actors and theater professionals. And um, if you're non-union, um, aspiring Broadway actor that needs to study up on everything going on like you rely heavily upon those those discounts and those that makes it affordable um it's kind of a dangerous thing because it because it can tend to because like the people that can pay are going to be the people attending um and that i, I can see kind of an issue where like because like theater is shouldn't really be like an elitist subject it's can sometimes i feel like be the be the thing that turns people away is is the is the kind of elitist mentality that can come around the high art of theater and yes and, and just adding adding to that like being the only people that could see broadway or the people that can fork up like hundreds of dollars you know that could be a little bit like off-putting for those people that are trying to like enter into the enter into the scene um totally and theater also isn't like doing itself any favors for decades when like you put an e after it instead of <laughs> er it's re do you know why they do that i don't know why they do it 
and it I think, always bugged me. <laughs> I think I um this this is one of those things where I've heard multiple things throughout my thespian education. I believe R E when you say theater is in the R E, you're just referring to the building. I I think. And people out there listening, you can tweet us or whatever. Please, I would love to know. I'll tell everyone on the next episode. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that the theater RE is like referring to the building where theater happens, and I think the theater with an ER is is very encompasses the whole art form. Now, I mean, there's probably you probably get a good linguist in here to tell us that "Mm, the RE was a English derivative of the days when Shakespeare played. And there's probably like all kinds of linguistic stuff. But as far as I can like think of like what the context is today, um, I I think personally, if you're putting an RE at the end of your thing, it's like, all right, brother, you can. uh... Yeah, you, I, can, you can forget doing that. Just spell with an ER like the rest of us. Right, because like I just like in my early days of getting into theater, there were people would be like, they're early, it's always like the early days. These days I don't really care because obviously I don't know. Um, but they'd be like, oh, yes, time to go to the theater. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, uh, okay, well, that doesn't help the elitist thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> also like when people would find out that I'm a playwright, they're like, oh, yes, the playwright. <laughs> just like, John, just call me a writer. I mean, I don't, for some reason, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's just my random rant. But I looked at tickets for Chicago, by the way. That's up on my screen. As of September 16th, you can get those tickets for 89 bucks, And then the 26th oh, okay. of September, $50 tickets. So Chicago might be a nice hot ticket to get. Yeah, that's um, good. That's good for people to, to return to the theater. And like I said before, uh, that one is one I love. So yeah. that's such a great show. Uh, yeah, I never saw the um, musical, which, but I, but I will be seeing it on my date. <laughs> Great. Which, by the way, he's in the community. It's not just a guy who's like, let me just take Jackie on all of her favorite things. Um, guys, guys, let's put this together for a second. Let's see. She's getting these tickets for Hamilton. I'm thinking Jackie's dating Lynn Manuel Miranda. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just, you heard it here Whoa. first. You heard it here first. I'm his News mistress. breaking. News breaking. <laughs> exactly. He, they can't go public with it because obviously, you know, that would be very bad. Yes. He was really impressed by masks and musicals. And he was like, wow. Love that. Love that. He, wa- Love he watched that it from like the karaoke. window. <laughs> yeah, he watched it from the window. Just like, wow, I'm too nervous to go in because they're very talented. But I'm just going <laughs> to find her some through other means. But I'm going to DM her. And cheat on my wife, um, <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda. Happily married, never met him. I hear good things, but no, sorry, Me guys, too. I'm not dating Lynn Manuel Miranda. Sorry, too busy. Says her non-disclosure agreement. <clears throat> <clears throat> non-disclosure. Love a good NDA. Love a good NDA. So the week of September 14th is gonna be so big. You're gonna have. Broadway opening left and right. You're going to have all of these events. Now, the question that I have that I'm still trying to figure out, and maybe this will be clarified as time goes on, will they have stage doors? Like, do you think they're going to do the stage door? Because hmm. I know that when the pandemic was happening, they were canceling stage doors because of, like, sharing pins, people getting too close, and, like, actors not feeling safe. Because all the people, like, actors behind the scenes and people behind the scenes have to still wear masks. For mm-hmm. um, due to actors' equity, the agreement mm-hmm. reportedly. Wow, um, I would think that 
I mean, how, how did they do it before? Did they just like have security standing and like, cause I, <laughs> I would think, I would think if they had, a, if, if before, before the shutdown, if they had some sort of thing in place to keep the actors safe during, from that, um, I assume they're just going to do it again. The, the only reason why I ask that is because like, I can't imagine it's easy to like, just keep fans away from the stage door. Cause it's like, it's the only way in or out. It's like the only way in or out. It's not like they can like, whisk them away on a helicopter like it's like they have to go out the stage door so if they have some sort of if they had something in place to keep um people away, i think they're still going to do it at least for a few months um because the last thing a production is going to need right now is to have you know um like a, their star get sick from covid and then be like and then it infects the cast because like like the low incubation period and like they go to rehearsal the next day the cast all gets covid like I'm sure, I'm sure they'll probably just forego some of that for a little bit while, just to be safe. Right. Like now that I think about it, especially let's say Sarah Bareilles. I mean, she's coming mm-hmm. back to the role of Jenna and waitress for a limited time. I think it's from mid September to October, and or early October. And like, oh my gosh, if she were to do a stage door and then get COVID, then like nearly half of her contract to come back would just be over because she'd have to like quarantine and stay home. Yeah. That's why I think they probably wouldn't do stage door stuff. Um, But like, also, like I said, I don't know if like they're going to have, they're going to have the ability to just be like, tell, tell, you know, a hundred, how many people like over 300 people or some of these theaters, like, it's like, you know, don't stand here. Don't leave them be like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be kind of tough to enforce that. Oh, you just got a story idea for me. Way to go, Bobby. The only stage door that I ever did, it was off-Broadway, so it doesn't even count as a stage door, but it was the guy from Marvelous Miss Maisel. What's his name? I know his name. He's a... His name is Josh. Why do I want to say... Oh, Alex. No, Michael Zegan. Why is it Josh? I'm not Josh. Michael Zegan. He's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. He was an off-Broadway play right before the pandemic. And I, like, I totally, like, just waited around to, like, get his autograph and say hi. Because uh, he's great. And he was very cool. And besides that, I don't really stage door it out. I, I feel oh. like such a fangirl. I, I don't know. I just, it just makes me uncomfortable. I, I, the only time I ever stage doored um, was I went to see Waiting for, Waiting for Godot. Mm-hmm. It was Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen and uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, as well as Billy Crudup. And I forget who else was in it with them. Oh, my God. I forget. Oh, it's going to escape me now. But the only – so this was like – I was here on a on a break from when I was in college, and I really went to see him. And I, and I was like, I, I'm going to stage door anything. I'm going to stage door this. So I like waited around, and yeah, Billy Crudup came out, signed a few things. So did Patrick Stewart. But I was like, but Ian McKellen took a very long time, and so by that time, a lot of people had sort of thinned out. And then Ian McKellen came out, um, who I was a huge, I was always a huge fan of his. Um, it's starting from you know my early days of loving him as Gandalf the Gray and Gandalf the White. Um, mm-hmm. and just think he's phenomenal. And so he, I got up front, he walks up to me, signs my playbill. I'm, I'm like, and I, and I told him, I was like, I really enjoyed your work tonight, Sir Ian McKellen. And he looked up at me as he was writing his signature and he said, are you an actor? And I was like, yes, yes, I am an actor. And he was like, Say that, my, I got an emergency alert right when you said that. So can you just do that? Uh, just do oh, that you an actor thing again? Because I need that uh, recorded. <laughs> yes, I got you. 
Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I, I, I said, I, I really enjoyed your work tonight, Sir Ian McKellen. And he looked up to me and said, are you an actor? And I was like, yes. Like for a moment I thought like, oh my God, he must've seen into my soul somehow and known that I was a struggling actor and that I'm trying to make it in New York city. Oh my God. Like, um, and he said, and he said, well, the best of luck to you, my dear boy. And he handed me my playbill back. And I was like, just so tickled. And I think the reason why he, he said that is because I used the word work. Like, I didn't say performance. I didn't say, oh. you know, you're amazing. I love you. I said, like, that was really great work tonight, which I genuinely felt like the, the work that they did on stage was was very, because it's a very tough, it's a very tough play. And they, they both did it justice. I love that stage door story. That is so fun. And, and must be like, that must have like made you very inspired for months or years to come after it and like have that experience. I did. I still, that's why I was so happy that when I heard you talk about stage dooring, I was like, do I got a store for you, baby? Did anyone stage door you at Good Morning New York? I remember that we actually had someone opening night or the night, the second night after he was like waiting outside, just like see if he could get autographed. I remember that. And I was like, oh, I don't, I will go see. I don't know if anyone was there because I was like 30 minutes after the show ended um did you did anyone ever come up to you at good morning new york and be like sign this playbill oh my god it was so long ago i i i don't think so actually the best the best stage stage door i had for me was for when we as we're doing chick flicks um the couple one of the couples we uh we created the story for asked for uh, to take a picture with me and Morgan who played, uh, I played the guy and the girl that was that tickle. I was so, I was so happy when they, they like, were like, can we have a picture with you? And I was like, yes. Oh my God. Aww. It was like, it was like, it was the one where they were, I don't know if you remember Jackie, but they were like, we did the Harry Potter thing. And like, he was the captain of, yes. the, of, of the Harvard Quidditch team. And so we made this like whole, it, 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 it was, that was one of our, I think one of my favorite ones we've done so far at Chick Flicks and, and it was, and they really loved it too. And so that was, that was, that was my favorite stage door moment. I don't remember. I actually do kind of remember the story of someone like asking for autographs outside, but I don't think ask for mine <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I, maybe, I, I just didn't like my performance I'm like, oh, I loved your performance everyone loved your performance uh, uh, I enjoyed uh, doing it yeah it was fun that's that's such a cute story about stage door for chick flicks um yeah yeah, yeah. we it really uh you know people have a fun time with it and you do great at it Thank I'm really you. happy and chick flicks by the way guys chick flicks was extended until December 2022 whoop 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 whoop! Whoa, twenty-two! Holy! Cr- oh yeah, twenty-two! Oh yeah! Wait! Oh, so like all of next year too? Yeah, a year and a half. They offered wow. us a monthly slot for a year and a half. Wow! Uh huh. Uh huh. So prepare yourself. And also, guys, if anyone's coming out in October, I'm going to announce it now. Bobby, should I announce the big, the big secret? Can I give a drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> Chick flicks will be titled. Chick Flicks Horror Show in October. We're going oh, to horror. Oh yes, we're going oh, to we, horror. We talked about this behind the scenes, and I, and I was I I definitely was like throwing my hat in for yes, we need to do this mm-hmm. horror horror round of Chick Flicks. Love it, mm-hmm. love it. We're gonna interview a couple. We're gonna put them in a horror show and see if their love survives the chaos. <laughs> I love it. I'm so oh excited. So I if you guys that. want tickets to that, um, you can go to the website. Just go to uh, Players Theater. Crap, I got to put that on my website. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say jackofdrop.com, sure. but I was like, I don't think I put it on my website yet. Oh, beautiful. Now, Bobby, where can people find you? 
people could find me at uh, uh you can find me on instagram um r-i-t allen a-l-l-a-n number one that's my handle on instagram but also you can follow me at starta studios that's s-t-a-r-t-a-s-t-u-d-i-o-s um, mm-hmm. Those are my Instagram handles, and you can find Starter Studios on on YouTube because I forgot to mention earlier that I just yes. recently started a a live streaming company that is specializes uh, in streaming well, best of live entertainment. So we're talking theater arts, music arts, dance, stand up comedy, sketch comedy, all this stuff. Um, we're we're uh, we're we're based out of Midtown Manhattan, and uh, it's been it's a lot of fun. And do you have open mics too for that? Because you're going to be a little bit on vacation for a week or so, but like you have open mics a lot, right? How yeah, can we're people holding, get involved with that? We're, well, you can check us out on Eventbrite. You can follow Starter Studios on Eventbrite and um, see all of the events we have uh, coming up. Um, we have a, we actually have an open mic coming. We're, we're recording this on September the 1st. September the 4th, there'll be an open mic before I leave for Russia. And actually, while I'm gone, there will be another one run by my my newly vetted crew who I'm training these. They've been training these past uh, this past week, um, so there will be one while I'm gone. Which um, what do you know what date that's going to be? That will be on September 18th, I believe. Ah, great! That's good. That this podcast will be out by then. Yeah, September 18th. So, guys, check that out. Um, uh, if you have any kind of act, we I like to I don't like you know I don't like to keep it to just like you know music and poetry like we I, I we have stand up acts coming in we have dancers that come in if you just want to show off something dance wise uh, and what's great about it is we live stream the whole event out to our channel so not only does can you have your friends tune in and watch it but you can um, get a get a nice like professionally filmed co- copy of something that you performed. Um, that you can put on a reel or do something with that. And it's, uh, I, I try to keep the open mic prices low so that we can in, in just like get a great community surrounding around this. Uh, so please come on, check it out. And also, you know, um, you can look up my acting stuff and in my Instagram and at bobbyallen.com. You can look me up there too. Um, yeah, that's well, where you find me. That's where you find him. And you can always find him in every single thing I ever do. (laughs) (laughs) I have that in, I have that in recording now. She has to put me in all of her amazing Broadway shows. Boom. You set it on a recording. You can't take it back. Set it on a recording. It's true. Bobby, you're in every, I don't think I've done one thing without you. So since we met. So, uh, Bobby Allen, what a guy. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast guys. If you have any questions for me or Bobby, feel free to shoot it my way at my Instagram, Jacqueline Thrapp, or Bobby's Instagram. And yeah, go to Bobby's Open Mic. It's great. It's a good time. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right. See you, Bobby. All right. It's been a lot of fun. Theater does not just stop with this podcast. If you love Broadway and want to see an improvised Broadway musical, but a little off, Check out Vern this month at the Players Theater. You can experience the thrill that all the critics are raving about. The next show is September 18th. Buy tickets at Today Ticks for 21 bucks today. And then later on this month in September, if you're not doing anything for the Tony Awards, want to be my date? Oh yeah, come on over to Bar 9. We're hosting a watch party. The whole Masked Musicals gang is going to be there. I'm there. Bobby's there. Miles is there. We're going to have trivia, prizes, and live music. RSVP on Eventbrite today. And if you haven't already, please give this podcast five stars and a review because we try very hard and eventually we'll be back in the studio and we would love to get this out in the world as our world. 
the Broadway world opens it back up. <laughs>